Okay, so, quick disclaimer for everybody watching the stream right now. Um, there is going to be very loud knocking throughout the house, and it's going to be picked up on my microphone. What, what? Like that. I did not time that, I promise you. <laughs> it, it, but, it, um... <laughs> is, is it like a fucking ghost or something? Uh, it's, it's not ghosts, it's not raccoons in the walls, and nobody's getting plowed. Um, my dad, um hired people to start working on the roof and he hired them like last month and they're starting to work on it yesterday so we've got like a cherry picker and like this really big cage is taking up the entirety of the uh driveway and they're like taking hammers and shovels and all these weird power tools and just scraping off all the old shingles from the roof before they put in new ones. So, yeah, I've been having to deal with that. Well. Yeah, that, that, how, that's... How, how long that's something I can't... Um, usually from, like, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So your typical standard time for working. Oh, well, well, I meant, like, has it been going on for a few days or a week? Or? Literally yesterday. Started yesterday, and they're doing it today. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell the deal was, because, like, we've had their um, cherry picker sitting in the lot for, um, I want to say, since the beginning of September. But afterwards, like, they told me, oh, we're going to start on the 27th. And I'm like, great. So now they're just gonna be bangingly banging all day, <laughs> bangingly banging. If you hear knocking, don't uh, don't come rocking. No, wait, that's not how it is. <laughs> uh, also, apologies on my end if I'm a bit uh, low energy. I have a cup of black tea to help me re-energize, but also I have been strangely comatose since Sunday, and I don't know why. I think. I've been talking to, like, my friends, and I'm pretty sure it's so, it, I have... I, we call it my social battery, or my spoons. And I need... and that, That's, like, my metaphor I use for how much energy I have for people around me. And I've been surprisingly empty for a couple days, so... But that's still no excuse to be, like, awake for, I think, a couple hours in, like, the last three days. Because I've slept through all of Monday... Like, surprisingly so. Jesus. Yeah. But, I, uh, to make up for that, I have not, I have stayed up since 8 p.m. last night, and I'm not going to bed till 8 p.m. today to hopefully get myself back on a pro on a proper sleep cycle. Mm, kind of like reset the clock. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I don't think that you're the only one who is like having issues with motivation because like i don't have any motivation lately either uh i think like it's like the turning of the times and all that also uh i can hear myself oh shit hang on let me turn off my microphone my okay for some reason my microphone picks up my headphones and yeah. i don't know why but, I... uh maybe your headphones are a little too loud might be. How about now? Uh, I no no, I can't hear anything. E Perfect. But yeah, uh, like I've 
I remember the last time where like I didn't have a job or anything. I was like, okay, we're gonna fucking put in the fucking work, my guy. And I was just like making all these like big applications and all this stuff for 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 work. I was like working on like videos for a professional portfolio and all these things. Um, mm-hmm. really putting in the time for work and relief and all that stuff as well. And uh, that's not happening now. I wake up, I go to the gym, I come home, and I just browse the internet and play video games. Like I am, I do not have any like kick in me right now, uh, which is Mm -hmm. weird. Uh, But again, I think it's just like the passing of times. Oh yeah, I I think so. It's going to be one of those things where until you have that next big berserk or you have like that big mix, big like webcomic relief saga, it's going to be a bit of a lull before you get that kick back in your step. Yeah. I, Fuck. Like, I'm I'm still trying to find my own motivation to get back to work because like I, I had it. I'm still thinking about streaming because I got a notification saying that um. Like a while ago, I paid off a friend because uh, they wanted to move their husband overseas and I pushed them over the goal. And the price I bought was for like a streamer kit. Yeah, I and think you've told this told story like four times now. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting if I do because low energy. But also, they told me they're finally starting to work on it right now. So I, I now have a concrete goal. The issue is now will I actually stay to starting it? Well, <laughs> that's the big question. Time will tell. That, that's again, like I, I think I've told this a billion times. Like my my issue has always been starting. If you can get me started, I'll fucking see it through to the goddamn end, whether or not I lose a limb. But Lord help me, trying to start is so fucking hard. Oh yeah. It's always just like eh, like getting going. It's the same thing with like I think we talked about this before, like cleaning your apartment or something. Where oh, yeah. like oh, let me just like clean my desk real quick because I have like I have some uh, a plate that I use to eat lunch with, and I have some tissues here and there. All right, then you remove those. Oh. Uh well now that I'm already here in the kitchen might as well you know like clean the kitchen a little bit and then like you just get going and going and going it's always just like that like getting started and the best thing is like to to do small little tasks at the beginning and then like mm-hmm. you your drive is going to move you forward from there oh yeah I will say a, a small thing I have done is something like I've been strangely putting off for a while I have. Added more. Hello, Zach. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've started cleaning up my room a little bit, trying to like clean up my space. Like my desk is a little more organized. I now have room for my mouse mats. I can. I have like a little area where I can put my tea or put my uh, drawing supplies if I need it. I actually the other day I posted a, a lot of my Anarchy Dreamers posters up, and that's making me fucking happy. Where did you? Because it used that? to be a bare wall. But yeah, now uh, it's like almost a little mosaic. I for a moment there uh, because like you you mentioned art supplies and you said uh, you posted something. I was like, did did you draw like Anarchy Dreamers fan art and where did you post it? Because I would love to see that. 
Well, I've been, I, I, I do, I've been doing a lot of, like, personal drawing for me. And while mm. I have drawn, like, Enerkajima's fan art, none of it, I've never really gone to the stage where I feel it's comfortable putting it on my things. Mm. You, you ever, you, you know what it's like to just, like, do you just eat a bunch of sketchbooks, uh, sketches in your draw, in your drawing book? And you're gonna feel like one of these are gonna, I'm gonna actually render, and then you just never do. It's like, ah. Uh, it's been a while since I I drew. Uh, I, I I've had it a lot with logos, but I tend to make those like digitally. But when like I was studying, you always had to sketch them out for some fucking reason. Um, and yeah, the, a lot of those were just like, oh yeah, straight into the trash you go. Yeah, that's that's how it is at the moment. One of these days, a good idea will come back from the war, but that day ain't today. <laughs> Nah. Um, but you know, but you know, it is something we can talk about today. Something we both done, seen last week. Uh, uh it, it it has to do with a certain anime that was animated by Trigger that has to do about a video game. My segue sucks right now. I need to drink my coffee. But <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone. You know what doesn't belong in the trash. You know it, what doesn't belong in the trash. There we go. Is Cyberpunk Gates Runners by CG Project Red and Trigger, which is a new anime series that came out on Netflix and has taken the world by storm. Uh, and for good reasons. It, yeah, it is honestly one of the best video game adaptation advertisement things since let's just say arcane yeah because it kind of is the same thing we're convinced people that hey go check out the game because this thing is so fucking cool i think that uh like I, the la latest report i saw is that now uh cyberpunk has more than a hundred thousand uh concurrent players uh as a result of um of edge runners and it's only going up <laughs> Which is really cool to see, and there's, there's, I saw that there was a hashtag uh, that was going around, which was uh, "Cyberpunk Second Chance" or something. Um, yeah. And from what I'm seeing, like for people who who are getting into it, who were initially uh, dismissing the game due to its terrible launch, uh, those people are having the time of their lives and are really enjoying the game. So that makes me really happy because um, I think. Uh, oh, I haven't mentioned like when 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 the game initially came out, I were like yes, I had like some strange bugs where like a car would come flying over a fence or something out of nowhere, but I, but honestly, like when you play when you have like this big open world, I think like that's kind of like to be expected. Uh, so I was just having fun with it, but I did not have any of those game breaking bugs or anything like that. I know that our friend Alice, she um. She had it for the PS4, and mm -hmm. there it was essentially unplayable. Um, mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you could not make out anything, like any decals in the environment or anything like that. Which, for a game like Cyberpunk, mm -hmm. where so much of the character comes from the world, that was just, like, a massive blow. Um, mm -hmm. But I've always, like, said that I really, really liked Cyberpunk, uh even uh, mostly because again i did not have any of of the issues that that many other people had so now that people are actually getting to 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 try the game and uh where it's fixed 
mm-hmm. makes me makes me really happy. Just because again, this was a game that that I cared a lot for. So to see people enjoying it is always something that you end up enjoying. Yeah. Like um, I I I can't really say much about the game because again, I haven't played it. Hmm. I I'm still kind of like chugging through Elden Ring thanks to Raj gifting it to me. And cyberpunk is like, I, I like I'm in I've I've always been in a weird relationship with like the whole cyberpunk genre, mainly because I don't find it. It's it's not that it's not interesting. It's like how to, like it. It is it is basically just urban fantasy in a way that I can describe it because it's like you see the shit that happens. And we're just going to talk about, like, the first episodes of, like, Edge Runners, where, like, the his mom ends up dying because they can't afford fucking life insurance. That's just America. Like, a lot of the things, a lot of the small details in the show are just America times ten. And it's like, hmm. But, like, you, you, you take, like, the little America set dressing outside, it is... A lot of the things that are going on in that show are just beautiful. Not just, like, uh, visually, but also, like, thematically. Because uh, every little thing... I, I, there, there's something, like, Cyberpunk really does well, and it is, like, the character drama. Because mm. not all the stories have to be a happy ending, but you definitely get some of the most fleshed-out characters in this kind of setting. Because when everyone's out for themselves, you kind of get to see what everyone, how everyone ticks. Yeah. Generally love glitchy games. Calling your car makes it spawn under another vehicle, causing it to shoot up into the sky. I've had that happen a few times. It's really great. Um, like I, I, I agree, kind of like with what you're saying. Obviously, I, I really love the cyberpunk setting, uh, and I saw someone break it down in a way that I found was really interesting, which is that cyberpunk is interesting because it is never like one event that triggers something. This is like, there's no big villain. There's nothing. This is literally just, hey, this is how fucked up our world can be with the trajectory it's currently on unless we do something to 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 change it. And that's what I really like. It's just a fucked up world where a lot of people have been, have been so desensitized to life and and uh and humanity that mm-hmm. that now they are actively like making everything to become less human the whole thing of how much can i chrome myself out with augmentations uh, the fact that it's it's a small part in edge runners but uh the, the big club that they go to is in a morgue like, mm. like they use the freezers where you would normally have bodies to to cool down drinks. Like this is how away from humanity that we are now. You are a product. Now you are money. You are an investment. You are no longer a person, and that's why uh, all I mean, like that's just America right now, my dude. Well, there you go. But that's why why you end up having like these cool characters is because like the world is like it's a machine. So what what and what you as an audience typically 
like get attached to is the humanity in something. So the only humanity you actually get in these stories are the characters and the idea uh, and the ordeals that they go through. So and I feel that Cyberpunk Edge Runners really uh, hit the nail on the head with that. I yeah, like I, again, I I I do I do definitely think that like it 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 really hits home how American this story feels because you you could honestly strip away a lot of the cyberpunk dressing and like you you basically get like a story out of Sin City or um, Pulp Fiction where everyone's really in it for their own deals and you can also replace sand like uh like uh send devastines and other um augmentations with like drugs and shit mm. but like that that i think that's just because i'm desensitized to seeing the american and everything that i'm kind of forced to like see all these other things where a lot of a lot of like the human element is lost on me and I gotta, I gotta be honest about with one little thing, Lassa, because this was just my little bother thing. Uh, David Martinez. When I found out that motherfucker's name was Martinez, I knew he was gonna die. And you wanna know why? In fiction, Martinez is like the John Smith for Latino <laughs> names, and I'm uh, like, don't you fucking die on me, Mart David. And well, then we get to the last inning, and it's like, ah. Uh, well, anyone who has played the game knows that he he will die because uh, in the afterlife, the the uh, disco club in in the mog, uh, they name drinks after people who go out in spectacular fashion. And in the game, before the anime was even you know a thing, you could go and you could buy a David Martinez. Oh shit. I, li- so, I like honestly I like that because what what trigger essentially did was take one small element and like a bunch of other little things too and just make an entire story around these little elements from this game it's essentially a side quest that's not necessary for you to enjoy the main game oh yeah but it's like fan fiction in a way you know what I mean yeah and and the 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 cool thing is that uh, in in the afterlife, then they have like these drinks named after people. There are multiple different drinks named after people. There's even uh, one named for someone who appears in in the plot of the the main story. Uh, that you get mm-hmm. to like make a drink. So like, I, if it would be really interesting if they just like made a season two of it, runners, which was about this other guy or girl who has a drink named after them and that kind of becomes the theme of like you just explain how they got a a drink named after them (laughs) if they continue doing that like they they'd be on a fucking gold mine yeah um i was talking to raj about this in the uh in the spoiler talk and like we kind of put this in we tried to like put edge runners in like context of the game and you have to like realize that um I th- I think from what from what like Brodeman was telling me, uh, that motherfucker who, who iced them like Adam Smasher, like he's a character in the actual game, right? Yeah, like he's a fucking boss battle, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, 
we, we kind of like a mat like apparently in like the original game and like the original release he was like a piss easy fight and ever since Ed edge runners came out they actually had to beef up adam to make him more concurrent with the series so it didn't look like you know david fucking did goddamn everything lost his life by the skin of his teeth to barely save two of his friends and then you as like uh as the main character v kind of just ice this thing this guy by like inserting your usb into his neck or something <laughs> uh, calls you a fuckable piece of meat that's that's literally the first thing you you see of him is that you pass by him and he looks at you and calls you a, you a fuckable piece of meat and then like he pieces out uh so you know established um but yeah like seeing that the cat is out of the bag yes uh adam smasher uh ends up killing the protagonist and uh rebecca and um Again, I saw someone on on Twitter talk about like this is a fucking genius marketing strategy because like they make you fucking hate a character that you can that you are within your ability within the game to actually go and exact your revenge on, and that is <laughs> such a fucking good uh, like point. Like, hey, do you not hate this guy? Guess what? You can really stick it to him in the video game. <laughs> oh my god! Like. Fucking, I wish more just entities did that. It's like, hey, you know this bad guy? You want to beat the living shit out of him? Well, guess what? Play the game and you can punch this guy in the dick and make him call you a sissy. Or some shit like that. What's up, guys? I was just checking before I got to go. But if I didn't make it for the podcast, it's cloudy. You are stinky. You are stinky. Yeah. Probably. But no, like, I, I honestly think I honestly think more media needs to do that. Just have, like, characters that make you hate them and then just give you reason to punch them in the dick. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, 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 a cool thing. Like, I've seen three things in a response to... Well, okay, four things in response to, to Edge Runners. Um, obviously, uh, this isn't one of the four, but obviously the resurgence in cyberpunk that we already talked about but uh people uh after watching ed runners they go to the afterlife and they buy the david martinez drink and like record them doing that and it was mm -hmm. like and it's it typically like accompanies with the text a toast to the dreamers which is like oh that's so cute um yeah. the second one is that uh p people uh, find uh, I really want to stay at your house or whatever the fuck the song is called, like the the main theme, and yeah. when it, and whenever that comes on in the radio in the car, they just like like drive the car over to the side of the road and just sit there and listen to it. And the third thing Damn. is of course uh, people finding Adam Smasher and just like recording them uh, killing the fucking shit out of him. Um, <laughs> This one's for David, motherfucker. Yeah. This one's for Rebecca. <laughs> and and the fourth one is the huge explosion of Rebecca fan art. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, actually, um, two things I want to say about Rebecca. Uh, one, just a mini rant. I swear to fucking god, that article that Kotaku, whatever the fuck, wrote about how Trigger said the lolly has to stay was. 
brilliant in a marketing standpoint because it drove up a lot of buzz, but it also brought out the worst fucking people imaginable. Uh, so? And I don't believe Rebecca's a lowly. I just think a lot of people outed themselves. But that's just me. Uh, but also, um, well, after I finished watching Edge Runners, uh, I got messages from like my friends who also saw it. And one of my friends was recording his girlfriend watching the series, and she got really attached to Ed, to to Rebecca. Unfortunately, yeah. And he actually took a picture of the moment when she when Rebecca <laughs> fucking died. The look he captured it on film, and the look <laughs> is priceless. And I think it perfectly encapsulates the exact reaction the intended audience needed i'm gonna share it with you because you're my friend but I, i'll ask you not to put it on stream sure okay but like you just need to see this fucking face <laughs> the um the, uh, about the uh, while you find that there, there was like this whole thing about like how um uh cg project red did not want to uh have uh, rebecca in in the show uh, as the Kotaku article pointed out mm -hmm. which is not completely true uh, I, I figured that I figured because again it's Kotaku you cannot trust them as far as you can throw them these are the people who made a fucking review of the Wii U launch event as it happened in, within one of the reporter's dreams um, <laughs> but uh, Rafael Jackie the director of the series who is just like the nicest fucking dude on Twitter? If you follow him, uh, it, uh, he named it Lucy after his grandma back in Poland, like it, like all these nice things. But he he tweeted out just a comment to add context for us wanting to cut out Rebecca. We were quite against it when Trigger wanted to introduce a new character to existing scripts, but once we saw this early design, we were in. She's a super important part of the story. And my personal favorite. So like, mm -hmm. like no, they did not want to cut her out because she was a lolly. It was because that they had written a script and Trigger was like, how about we add a new character? And obviously, when you have a script and they uh, and an outside force suddenly wants to add a new character, of course you're going to go, I don't know. Mm. But then yeah. like when they uh, explain how it's going to fit in, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And they did it. And now we have Rebecca, which is like probably the fan favorite. Oh, also, yeah, definitely. Also, this is a destroyed person that you have linked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's that the, is it's the fucking Simpsons meme where like bodies rewinding quick uh, let's rewind you can see the instant that the light disappears from her eyes yeah <laughs> I, I, like I said motherfucker caught it the exact moment you see their heart break oh but yes um it's, it's, I, I'm, I didn't read the article because obviously sensationalist bullshit, but I'm glad that you did, and you and like I f had a feeling that's what actually happened. I'm just saying that like the fucking article existing in and of itself did good in that it drum up drummed up hype for the series, but it also just brought out a lot of gross people surrounding Rebecca. Yeah. But no joke, she is an amazingly done character. 
Like, how do I put this? In my opinion, like, I kind of pegged her as, like, the Harley Quinn archetype. Kind of like V and Harley Quinn. You know, unstable girl with pigtails, yada, yada, yada. But, like, the fact after a certain point where she, like, gets really mature about it. And she's, like, she's obviously coming on to David, but she kind of, like, accepts her place. Mm. That she's that he's never going to see her the way she sees him. I don't know. Something about that was like, you don't get that kind of writing for this kind of archetype. No. And I think that also just makes everything feel good, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I I love the part where she's just fucking like cursing David out going, I suck at this whole thing of like just being your friend. Uh, because like uh, and again this this is the human element that i was talking about she's probably used to just having sex with people and just like uh, which is something you can absolutely have without having any emotions involved now that she has a character uh, character that she is actually emotionally attached to and interested in she does not know what to do with herself and you see that a bunch of times where she's like confused and doesn't really know what to do with herself or frustrated about like how she chooses to follow david despite her you know not necessarily agreeing with his approach it's such a like interesting thing to do with with this character um i i sorry go ahead i no i i was just saying that like i i I really like i when i first saw all the memes of rebecca i was like okay because i I actually was like this is a like a little lolly-esque character okay i don't really know about this but then like when you got to see her and you got to like see the foul mouth on her and like the energy she brought to everything, and, and like the, the the fact that they made her like the gun toting psychopath, just like okay, you know what? You have subverted my expectations in the most perfect way, and I think like uh, when I when I finished the series and I had to explain it uh, to to one of my friends, I I explained it as I feel like. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is the anti-anime anime because it does a lot of things that you have become accustomed to not happening in animes. You like, oh, this protagonist and the girl actually become a couple. They actually have sex. They actually show full-on fucking nudity. They actually show like vicious gore and like people being blown up. They actually have like a lot of political commentary and like all these like mm-hmm. uh, like huge uh, cuss words and 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 like very you know like risque stuff within it. Which like yes, there are absolutely animes and mangas that do these things, but like the the majority of of anime that you see is like this is kind of like a taboo territory to go into uh but again etros is just like a different breed also like oh hey yeah we're gonna have like multiple scenes to license music by like artists that you probably know the intro is fucking like the people who made take me out i don't recall the name like it, it is so interesting to see an anime like this when you have grown accustomed to one piece or bleach or something like that, even though, like I know, this is probably more mature and you know, 
bleach and one piece a little more like young but still it, it it was really interesting to see and i feel like rebecca is like the 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 best example of that um okay so um the one thing i wanted to say is like the there was like a line that like kind of like flipped the switch in my head they kind of like just Stop me as writing her off as like a Harley Quinn knockoff to like being an actual character. And it was like after she was like pouring her heart out to David, she like just flat out said something along the lines of, listen, when I lost my brother, I had you to like keep me sane. I don't know what I'll do if I lose you either. Lose you too. Mm. And I'm like, that is strong as fuck as hell. And that's like. The most honest depiction of someone talking about their feelings I've fucking seen in media. Mm. I haven't seen a lot of media, but I still think it's still fucking powerful. But um, I was I was actually want to go. I want to bring up um, watching Edge Runners. Like I said, this feels very fucking American, mm. and we're like you don't like. Yeah, you're right. It does eschew a lot of the anime tropes. And I feel like that's deliberate because if it doesn't feel like you're watching an anime, no. it feels like you're watching an American like drama, like a like an American uh, tragedy, like a fucking like I said, a story out of Sin City. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, no, you've definitely seen like uh, Cowboy Bebop, and it does the same fucking thing. Yeah, it, it is an anti anime anime because it's made like a fucking Western show. Yeah, it's made Which, like a Western uh, we'll, noir. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 um, oh, I almost want to call cyberpunk edru- uh, edge runners a noir because it because do- like if you do strip away a lot of the, th- the, the, the thematic elements, it does follow a lot of the same beats, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, it, it, it is 100% a noir. It, even like the, the, the director even came out and was like, this is like the structure of a noir that we used, that we followed while making edge runners. Like it is 100% of a noir. Okay, yeah, then no, that only like proves my point more. Cause like it definitely, it is one of those things that basically just shows like anime doesn't have to be this whole mishmash of tropes you can you can have them but you can also literally just do this and it works super fucking well yeah oh yeah and it's like and and you dead ass fucking carry uh, a video game out of the fucking grave because of it yeah like i will say i'll say this because like cyberpunk did have its redemption arc like it was working behind the scenes post-launch to make it back to the quality it wanted to be from the from the start but this definitely like brought people back to the game, no question. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and 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 it makes me happy. Also, just like there's been a bunch of stuff done as a response to Edge Runners, like you can find where Rebecca dies in the game and find her mm-hmm. gun laying there. You can get David Martinez's jacket. You can. Um, like I think that you can find the apartment where uh, Main explodes himself, and like before that apartment was just like uh, like you couldn't get to it, but now you can, and everything is just like burnt down. So like they they've definitely done some things to make that like it feel like Etrans actually took part in this world, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And. That's like a thing with a lot of like uh, joint media. 
usually when you have something that advertises the game, it it doesn't like you don't normally see this kind of coexisting thing. Mm-hmm. Usually the anime exists to just advertise the game and then the game t- hogs all the spotlight. And that's not the case here. Like it's the game showing respect back to the source material that brought back all these fans. It's like here are all these little details that the show introduced. Here's all the little things just put together and it's like wonderful. And if like Cyberpunk and Trigger kept doing more of this, I can guarantee like it's gonna just explode again and again way more and better quality and it's gonna move past the disastrous launch it admittedly had. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um like, also, uh, oh, yeah. Go on. No, no, you go ahead, I give it a hide. Uh, uh also just like I, 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 as a huge fan of Trigger, uh, even though like I have only watched uh, Dea Gurren Lagan and Kill the Kill, but to be fair, those are also bangers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but but as a fan of, of Trigger, I, I'm all, I also just have to say like, what a good fucking studio to get to work on 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 a cyberpunk game. Their use of insane colors and excessive expression and all these things, and and the hyper violence. What a perfect fucking fit for cyberpunk <laughs> like, like yeah, oh you could do oh, Ma- yeah. you could do mappa or you could have uh the people who do um madhouse madhouse you could have the people who do demon slayer like all these different things and you could have like a fine product but i feel like for a a, a setting like cyberpunk that is so much about expression and and vi- and like bright colors and all this stuff i feel like no one is as good at that as uh as as trigger and the designs of the characters in and of themselves just speaks volumes to that i fucking love david uh martinez's design oh yeah like uh, my dude everybody like everyone is just oh god everyone's just striking in their own ways like from David to Maine to Rebecca to fucking Lisa. Just, everyone's got like little details that like just... Te- Sorry, what? Uh, Kiwi. I fucking loved her design. Kiwi. Oh, fucking... The whole thing with like the mask. Like I saw like a fan art of like... If if people thought Kiwi could just like interchange the mask with like different mouth things. And I thought it was the coolest fucking shit. D- D- like, it wasn't just a mask. Like she like could like change it for different jaws and stuff for different applications. Yeah, that, like that's yeah. a thing. That like in that's the that in the very f- uh, f- uh, well not in the very first, but in the actual first real trailer after like the reveal trailer for for Cyberpunk, you see a girl sitting in front of a mirror as she's doing her makeup, and you only see her from the nose up, and then like the camera zooms out and you see that she just straight up doesn't have any like bottom like jaw or anything and is laying on the dresser in front of her as she's doing her makeup this is just a thing that you do in this world like uh, there's even yeah. advertisements in in cyberpunk of you can now get the new super deluxe jaw that uh where you have a, a mouth on each side of your cheeks and you uh, and in the middle, so you can now suck three dicks at once. Amazing. Yeah, they call it faceplate. Oh well, there you go. So like, well, there you uh, go. again, it, it's it's a cool thing because like they don't like they they show it in in passing at one point when Main like loses his shit. Uh, that 
the main actually does not have a bottom jaw at all. But they never like really just like show it, show it. It's always just like, oh, she just happens to have a mask on all the time. And I, I always like that because it makes it feel like more like it's a normal thing in the world and not just like, oh, it's super special that she doesn't have this. No, this is just normal. And that's why we don't bring any real attention to it. Yeah. Because you always like, can assume like she would probably like, change it out for any time. We just don't see it because she just likes yeah. it like that. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Absolutely. But Dude, Three times the cash, yeah. The easiest 60 bucks she made in an afternoon. Hell yeah. Uh, but speaking of stuff that's not cool. <laughs> oh, tell me what isn't cool, Lhasa. I will Maybe not cool like a blizzard? Yeah. Oh my god. That was, not, ooh, that was <laughs> sexy. That was sexy. Uh, so I yeah. knew where you were going. <laughs> B- Blizzard is in the shit again. It feels like like one of our first episodes we started out with talking about the massive scandal that was Blizzard. And it feels like it has just come up every now and again ever since we first started this podcast. And so this time, um, they are uh, really shitting the bed. Because like, uh, I don't know if you know this, Cloudy, but... There's only, like, less than 10 days until Overwatch 2 comes out. Which I find mm-hmm. fucking impressive, because I've seen no advertisement for it whatsoever. Uh, and <laughs> probably for, for, for good reasons. Uh, because uh, this game feels more and more dead on arrival the more I see of it. We have recently gotten news that uh, new Overwatch 2 accounts have to unlock the old Heroes 2, which will be uh, something that takes about, like, I think someone uh, crunched the numbers and was like, this is going to take 100 hours to unlock all of it. Um, So, here's here's my quick take about that. Like, you know, on its own, if you, if it was just that, I wouldn't mind because, you know, I kind of like it when fighting games do that. It makes Absolutely. you learn the game, go learn every character, yada, yada, yada. It could have been okay. It could have been functional. Notice I'm using words like could. Because <laughs> what else did it do? Well, so, so, so like, again, I am 100% with you. I, I miss the... I obviously understand why they don't do it anymore for tournaments and stuff like that, but I absolutely fucking miss uh the time where like oh you got taken free now it's time to play the game with every character because they all unlock a new character and it was just like this cool thing like what do i get when i played with this character what do i get when i play with this character and i remember in specifically in taken free there was something like if you had all the characters and you beat it with the uh, with like true ogre or something that you unlock by having all characters you unlock a new thing in the Tekken Force mode, which is the one where you were like walking around on the street and kicking the shit out of people. I was like, oh, there's so there was like this really cool reward of like unlocking stuff. But let's let's call it what it is. Overwatch Two is a patch to Overwatch One. It is a patch that removes everything you've done up until that point. In exchange for a forty dollar battle pass. So so okay. To 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 be fair, 
you the, the only like if you have the first game and it, it registers that it, i believe that you should uh like retain all of your heroes still it is for people who come into the game uh as new people when Overwatch 2 uh lands that will have to work to get these new uh, new heroes um so like they don't remove anything but if you are new and you come in, then you have to work to get it. And that, and like the the issue is still that this is a pet. Like, why are you remove? Uh, why are you keeping content away from people from a game that is ten years old at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, why are you like? <laughs> why do I have to fucking uh, do that? Especially for a fucking game that is a team-based game like Overwatch, where so many of the characters are specifically based to counter other characters. It's like, oh, they have a fucking Bastion on my, uh, on their team. Well, it would have been fucking fantastic if we could have a Sombra, but I haven't unlocked Sombra yet. So fuck me, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's... It, like it, 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 it like it, it's it's kind of like the fighting game analogy. It's it would have been fine if it was just if it did have that just multiplayer. Um, sorry, just to have that single player thing, where you're like you know you can use it to learn as a, like a tool mm-hmm. to learn how to use the game before you jump into multiplayer. But because this is the game that is that lives or dies by like your hero picks that decides how much skill you're allowed to have in the game. It definitely just feels more paid to win Absolutely. by fucking locking away content that should be free, but yeah. It's like, uh, I, I saw someone tweet something to the effect of, if you are to this day still playing any Blizzard product, that has to be classified as a form of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Fucking... When I when I saw the news, it was from like a a news guy who I used to, who I knew a long time ago as like someone who really loved like World of Warcraft and stuff. Mm. This wasn't Asmogold. This was like some other guy. But like I did, like I saw the, I saw at the end of their video. Um, guys, please, I'm begging you, don't buy this game. Don't buy any Blizzard product. Like <laughs> you're only making everything worse by doing it. And he was right because. When you when you spend the money on for something like this, you're just telling them it's okay to, you know, that for them to waste their money. Like I know the devs themselves are probably good people, but the devs aren't the ones making these decisions. It's the fucking people at the top. Yeah. Your Bobby Kotick's and your weird people in the Cosby suite. Yeah, it, it But and, and so like th- this is fucking like terrible and dumb and mm-hmm. and like you would think this was as low as they could go oh no, oh, no. but this okay. is blizzard so there are more news uh, uh, right now which is that overwatch 2 will record voice chat and requires a phone number to play I love the post where that came from because it's like, I didn't know what the fuck a postpaid phone was, but apparently it's the opposite of a prepaid phone. So if, say, you're, like, impoverished like me and sometimes you just can't afford a, like, $100 a month contract with, like, Verizon or some shit, and you just want to be like, hey, here's my phone number to play my service game, oh, guess what? 
Not only did you have to pay 40 bucks for the battle pass, not only did you have to pay to install the game and all this other shit, but because your phone is a prepaid phone and they need a real ass phone number, I'm sorry, bro, you can't play your fucking game now. Have fun with that fucking, like, uh, malware you just installed into your computer, I guess. And, uh... Then I guess it can't be an Overwatch game. I guess I'll play a fucking Yahtzee. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like th- this is this has brought a lot of different like opinions. I am, and I'm happy to see most of it is outrage. Um, <laughs> I, I I saw one that was so fucking perfect, which was here at Overwatch. We monitor your voice recordings to make sure that you don't get harassed, but we don't monitor the conveniently shredded evidence about the rape allegations at Blizzard HQ. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I want, I want them to to just fail wholeheartedly. Because how can you defend this at this point? I, I, I don't know. Like, and again, it, it, it needs to be stressed with what we know now of the people at Blizzard. There is a not zero percent chance that the voice recordings of you will be used for ju- uh, for masturbation material. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. They'll 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 gather they'll get into a room, gather their jack-off crystals and just wank off to your to your elude ab- sayings during a match. And and uh, like I I remember so I I posted this in 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 the chat the other day. And um and Hayden uh, was like, "Like this, this is a joke, right? Like, surely this isn't real." And like, he was a hundred percent genuine. Like, no, this this can't be. And then, like, I I found the article, but then I found something better, which was the fucking official Overwatch thing saying this themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Which is like, oh well, that like you don't get much more like than that, and like skimming through it. It 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 makes me fucking like super curious about like the state of things because they say that it's to make it make sure that like they can probably take precautions for cheaters and bad apples within the scene so like oh we can we can ban them and like if we ban like say your your phone number then you cannot make an- another account or anything like that and like jump back in and continue to be a dick online. And that is a, a, an interesting point, but it it's just like they can already ban you down to your hardware IDs. They have done this consistently over time. This is like them wanting your voice chat recordings and, and phone number and all that shit is literally just so they can sell it off to 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 other people. I want to imagine what kind of like Google AdSense is going to pay for some random white kid screaming like the N-word at their <laughs> opponent for like playing, I don't know, soldier or some shit. I don't know either, but it, it, it does raise an interesting thing. I don't recall, I don't know if you, you saw this, but there was like this huge kerfuffle uh, about Facebook because um, they were thinking about like, taking facebook out of uh europe 
because in Europe we have very strict data laws uh, about like who can retain our information and what information people can retain. And didn't he have to go in front of the UN and it wasn't really a good look for the UN because everyone there was like a fossil? I don't recall actually. I, I didn't follow it that much, but okay. like like we in 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 Denmark we have uh, well in Europe we have the GDPR, which is basically just like you uh, if uh, a company has your data, you have to agree to it. They may not uh, like take that data without you knowing it. You have to willingly mm. make sure that that like you give consent to them having your data they might and if they have like a breach in their security and they fear that your information may have uh, been you know like what, what what's it called compromised uh, yeah compromised thank you then uh they are required by law to tell you and there's and uh, and the interesting part is that this goes for any user in Europe, so even if like you're an American company, you have to do this, uh, and you have to do this for every uh, piece of data that can uh, identify you without, you know, any confusion. So like if you yeah. have, so if like you have a uh, ball tickler fifty two as your email address, that is obviously not going to identify you, but your fucking phone number is one hundred percent going to do that. So that so this like opens a whole new fucking thing where Blizzard will now have your fucking phone number, and with the the laws of GDPR, you are uh, entitled to at any point contact the company and say, "I want you to expunge all the data that you have on me. I am not uh, okay with you having my data, and they are required by law to delete that data." <laughs> I don't. Uh, I am like, if you want to do a little bit of cheeky trolling, if and you are located in the in Europe, I'm just throwing it out there. But you could call <laughs> Blizzard and go, I don't want you to do this, and they will have to delete your phone number. And then the question becomes, how is it then legal to deny your access to a video game by you refusing for them to have your data? So now you like. What is the legal implications here? This could become like a massive legal problem for Blizzard. I hope so. Yeah. Because like, I want to point this out, like how I was talking about how you get so desensitized as an American watching cyberpunk because you see their cartoonishly evil thing is just commonplace. Yeah. And like, like I said, we don't have that in America. You are lucky if you if you if you ha- if you can reach a human to like look at this information, but you kind of have to assume all of your shit is already out there for somebody to sell. That's that was- just normal. But like overseas, where that's you know where people actually give a shit, like that's amazing. So to think that they're willing, to, they they have the fucking balls to push this. Do you think that they're trying to self implode? Do you think that they're doing this on purpose to try, like, to kill themselves as a company? No. Like, it, it, this is a thing that I've, I've seen, like, a lot of people uh, bring up. Uh, I've, I've seen it about animes. I've seen it about comics. I've seen it about video games where people are like, oh, yeah, they are uh, actively trying to, to, like, make something bad. No. 
No one ever tries to actively make some. Uh, well, uh, uh, asterisk. Mm. There are the people who 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 you know like want to make something cringy, like just for attention and stuff like that. That's not what like I'm talking about. Like earnest products that are like, you know, like th- th- where their identity is not like, oh, I'm so wacky and and cringy or anything. Uh, such as Overwatch, like Overwatch obviously wants to be taken serious in like mm-hmm. to some degree. No one actively like goes out of their way to make something bad. Uh, like we are talking multi million dollars to to destroy yourself. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense at all. All these working hours, like what, like just like just imagine what would the fucking team meeting be? It's like Paul. I see that you made Trace's ass slightly bigger. Um, that is a good thing. So we can't have that. Like, obviously, the people within the company are believing that they are doing good things. So, like, mm-hmm. like again, with, with the Trace ass, it's like, oh, you. I see that you made it better. That's a good thing because, like, it helps with her design or something. Like, that. that is the mentality that people within the company obviously have. I don't think that anyone would actively try and self-destruct like this. This is just a, b- a bunch of people who are terribly out of touch, who don't know, uh, like, uh, who I don't think have ever gotten any repercussions of their bad actions because Blizzard fanboys are something different. Like, pe- like oh, yeah. Bl- Blizzard fanboys will support anything. Hey, this uh, fucking uh, what the, battle for Azeroth or whatever. No, uh, I I don't even recall what the last expansion for World of Warcraft is. But hey, every all of you hate this. Like even Blizzard fans say that they hate this, but they but in the same breath they will say, "But I'm gonna check it out because it might be good." No, if it if like you hate this, don't support it. And you hated the other one too, but they're like, "No, but I gotta." It it's it's part of me. It's what I do. I play World of Warcraft. I play uh, Overwatch. I play. Um, Fuck, I don't even fucking recall what else they have. Diablo. Like, all of these different things. Like, if you are kind of, like, making it a part of your personality. Like, it's like you have, uh, when you are interesting, interested in football or something, you have a team that you cheer on. And I feel like it's the yeah. same thing for, for, for Blizzard. And real quick, just while I remember it, uh, about Diablo... I think like this really uh, uh, explains how little people actually give a fuck about active uh, Blizzard as a whole right uh, right now, because yeah, um, you probably heard, but there was like this massive data leak for GTA Six where some hacker yeah. got access to that and posted it online, and everyone and their fucking mom was talking about like uh, talking about that because I think like they put GTA up like 6. what was that. Yeah, it was GTA 6. From what I recall, there was like a lot of like unfinished ideas, story plans, things they were planning on doing. Yeah. They basically got like the like the um the concept sheet for the game for the story and all that shit. Mm. So uh, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like an alpha build or anything. No, no, like, no, no. It, it was like way out there, and there was like posted a twenty minute video about like footage from the game or something, um, yeah. which you know it is what it is. And everyone in the fucking mom was talking about this and, and are still talking about it because the FBI has caught the dude and he's being 
you know, like suit to help him back. It's apparently like an 18 year old kid from England or something. Damn. Uh, so like, there's all this stuff going on. The same week, a 90 minute video from the new Diablo was also leaked online. Have you heard anything about that, Cloudy? No, I didn't even know that happened. Exactly. Damn. This is how little people give a fuck about this. Co- like, oh, a big flagship new Diablo game. Surely people are going to be hyped for it. Oh, there's 90 minutes of footage from the video game? No one. Fucking silence. Nobody gives a fuck. Man. It's crazy, too, because, like, I remember when they first dropped the new Diablo, like, it was just, like, a little teaser trailer. I remember there were people going wild and begging for it, and now it's, like, who gives a fuck? And it, I knew it, some, like, hardcore-ass Diablo fans, too, and it's just, like, damn. How do you fuck up this bad? I, I don't know. And it's, again, it's wild, because there used to be a time where, um... You like Blizzard was like Pixar, uh, yeah. where where oh shit a game by Blizzard, you know it's going to be well. I was always like a little tentative about that. Like even ever since mm. Walker Free, I was like, eh. but like every one of the fucking mom, oh my god, this is a Blizzard game. This is top quality. This is going to be fucking amazing. And every time that it came out, it really like. Even I, as a as a Blizzard hater, will will admit it. Fucking set the bar. Diablo two, fucking amazing, and the the whole visual style and the way that they presented a strategy game like Warcraft three, absolutely fucking amazing. When Overwatch came out, I remember this was like that, and the time where Pokemon Go first launched is the closest that I believe that the humanity has ever been to like global peace. Like, oh yeah, like it, <laughs> yeah. it was it was fucking amazing. Amazing, and look not- like we'll, we'll we'll never forget the time we just randomly hit the skybox for no fucking reason because of Rindar hit me. Yeah, and and, and yeah, we we played it. We we had fun with it. Um, yeah. but I I I don't recall when it was, but there, there was a time where it was like, oh my god, yes, a Blizzard game, and you and now it's like, ew, no, a Blizzard mm-hmm. game. It has become a thing that you say with disgust, a thing that you say with scorn. It's it's no longer a sign of quality. It is a sign of, uh, like, people out of touch and people who are blatantly, and I do mean blatantly, something I have been bringing up since time memorial, blatantly <laughs> steals designs and story beats. Um, oh. I'm reading a tweet oh, here. Yeah. I like how mm. Overwatch went from being this really neat new FPS game from beloved video game uh, developer Blizzard to a miserable shit show of bad decisions from reviled video game developer Blizzard. The, 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 The funniest thing I remember is that it was always... It was called, oh, it's the TF2 killer. Yeah. And... It's just hilarious. That shit is run is like is being held together by spaghetti and a single PNG of a coconut. 
It has not had an update in five years. It is overrun with bots where it's like virtually unplayable. Uh, like in like the normal gameplay. And it still, still is outliving, it outlived Overwatch. Yeah. It's, it's, we're calling it two? Overwatch 2 is it's basically Overwatch 1 with a new patch and it's just honestly dead on arrival. TF2 has had be dead Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2. I'm I'm still I'm still shocked that um whatever the fuck the fox girl is. Like I thought that was just a diva skin when she came out. Yeah. Kuriko or something. She's like yeah. Who I who I did a little bit of digging. She's like the third Japanese ninja character they made next to Hanzo and Genji. Yeah. Which I don't know, sending it, it, I remember seeing like a couple a couple tweets getting really mad about it. Cause it's like that's literally the only thing you do with Japan. Ninjas. Well, yeah. Mm. I like the, these people are so fucking out of touch with with Asia that it's fucking comical. There was this one time where like they, I think it was when Sombra was like a hag or something when she first came out. Yeah. There, there was like a bunch of different emails, like in-universe emails that they posted that w- that she had supposedly hacked or something. And when you read those emails, it's from someone who's talking to someone else in Japan, and mm. and it's basically just like like you okay, you know, early two thousands weep shit. Yeah, L- like Ohio, Cloudy Kun. I look <laughs> forward to going to the very kawaii onsen where we can uh, uh, have a nice kawaii bath. It's going to be super sugoi, and then we're going to uh, to eat sushi by the uh, that uh, uh, made with sashimi that's been cut with katana, uh, and like you know, like really just like what do I know from anime and Japanese movies? I'm just gonna throw that shit in there. It was like the most cringy shit I have ever fucking seen. I, I do want to say, if there really was fucking like sashimi cut by katana, that would actually be pretty fucking cool. But still, it's like uh, I, I, that's again, not a good I'm, I'm, look. Again, I'm paraphrasing, but you, you, you know, I, like, I know, I know. But it, like, it basically, it was like, hey, what is the most cringy Japanese tropes we can do? Which. Makes me laugh because fucking after the whole blitz shunning thing with them trying to bend the knee to China the whole goddamn time, you think they give a little bit, a little modicum of research than none at all. Isn't it interesting? At least with their fucking like, what is it, diversity chart? Oh yeah, with with the diversity program or whatever the fuck. But uh, like, isn't it fucking wild that there's not a single like Chinese character? Like there's no there's no one you, you know like for uh, like you could make a fucking cool um, character that's based on like the Three Kingdoms or something like that. Uh, like the the only Chinese one who kind of fits is May, but she's not really like her her whole whole even though she's Chinese, her whole deal is like Antarctica. Yeah. So you still got a point there. Uh, like <laughs> you you could maybe go with. Fucking, what's the robot called? Orissa? No, not that robot. The the monk. Oh, uh. Fuck. So no, that's no, uh, <laughs> showdown. Fuck. Um. 
No, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh, uh ball guy, yeah, ball guy. I, I keep wanting to say Symmetra, but but she's uh, but she's from she, the she's Indian. the Indian chick, yeah. Sendai okay, oh, well, well, real tick, real tick, real real talk. I think this also goes to show how memorable a lot of the designs are, because the only ones that we can remember the names of are the ones we've seen porn of. Yeah, which you brought up a fantastic point about that the other day. Have you seen oh, yeah. any porn? Of the three new girl characters. No. I have not. I've... Okay, so I follow some thirsty, raunchy-ass accounts on Twitter. Because I'm horny on main and I don't even fucking care. Mm-hmm. L- like, there... I've seen fucking everything on these fucking accounts. Except for any of those three fucking characters. I have seen... A... Billion fucking more uh, horny ass art pieces by uh, of the sheep from Cult of the Lamb than I have seen <laughs> yeah. a single fucking nipple of any of these three girls. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, first off, so have I. So I'm glad I'm not the only one who's been traumatized. But the 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 fucking diva reskin. I'm gonna keep calling her that. Like. Japanese Asian chick. That is like bread and butter anime waifu bait, and she has nothing. She even has cat like fox ears and everything, and nobody fucking wants her. There's the fucking chick from Australia that's like, oh, hot brown big brawny uh, girl with abs and midriff and all that. It's like, oh, you mean the thing that Lesser likes? Oh, that's nice. Nothing. Actually, here's a f- here's a fucked up thing. Our brains rewired ourselves to make her brown. She's actually like pretty fucking pale. Well, fuck junk rat me. without the soot. I know, right? We actually had to forcibly improve the design <laughs> in our brain. Uh, it, it, I I so do you remember when Battleborn? Uh, do, okay, first of all, do you know? Uh, do you remember Battleborn? Yeah, I, re- uh, I remember Battleborn. Okay, so those of you who are too young to know Battleborn, Battleborn was made by the same people who made uh, fucking uh, uh, Borderlands. And they were trying to yeah. make, like, the, the Overwatch killer. That's what they called it. And they were, like, even the marketing was just like, hey, what Overwatch doesn't we do and shit like that. And I remember the... the um, Director Randy uh, Pitchford, or Pitchford as we call him in this household. Pitchford, yeah. Um, <laughs> he came out and was like, oh, what's this? What? What? Oh my god, so weird. There's porn of our characters? What a wild fucking thing. By the way, here's the link. What? Oh my god. It was like, like, clearly someone fucking, <laughs> like, told him, hey, Overwatch has a ton of porn, and it's basically the only thing keeping this piece of shit alive. And so he was like, okay, maybe we can start a trend by making porn a battle porn. Uh, it didn't help. Um, but I, I, like the, I like the idea, like, somebody in porn was like, oh, like, oh, don't make any porn of our battle porn <laughs> characters, we won't like that. And then everyone was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm I'm sure that Randy would not have liked it anyway because uh, typically the other characters would have to be over 18 when they are depicted in art and Randy doesn't like that. Ooh. Battle porn. You had the genre name right there and you yeah. still fucked it up. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Oh my god. That that just cements how bad you fucked up. The bag has been fumbled. The bag has been fumbled, like these nuts. Yeah, I and I, I, I am pretty sure that Overwatch did more for Source filmmaking than Source filmmaker as a program did when it launched. Source filmmaker, as somebody who spent five minutes in Source filmmaker, is just like TF2, a, a hodgepodge mess. Like, held together by spaghetti and one very specific coconut JPEG. Like, that, like, people use it out of spite. But, yeah, no, uh, the shit that Overwatch, it definitely is the reason why that shit still got updates. I like Thank how God you Thank God for ha- smut base. I love how, that you have demoted the, the picture of the coconut from a PNG to a JPEG. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, P, it's, it's specifically a PNG. For fucking um for for TF two because it, it it's it's actually uses like a like a shockwave effect like when a bullet hole hits something so that I understand but I am just so pissed off with my short experience that yes it has been demoted to a JPEG because I hate it. Uh, 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 seriously, what's up with all these insert title here killers? Speaking of Overwatch killer, besides Overwatch, remember that Lawbreaker game? Okay, so first of all, I want to real quick talk about Lawbreaker. Lawbreaker was made by Cliff Blasinski, who, mm-hmm. if you don't know, uh, is the dude who uh, came up with, uh, what the fuck, Gears of War. And yeah. he, he apparently made some, uh, like, uh, investments into vr and has like become vitally successful on, on that thing uh cliff is a cunt yeah and i remember vividly that when he announced uh, well shortly before he announced lawbreakers which failed miserably by the way uh mm. he he had said cocky as shit leaning back in his chair like legs spread just so you could see what he thinks is a huge dick um Going, I felt like coming back from retirement to make another million dollar IP. <laughs> I wonder if the million dollar IP that he was talking about was uh, the million millions of dollars that got thrown into a pit because it sure as fuck didn't go into lawbreakers. Um, but million dollar IP, million dollar in a pit. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, <laughs> million dollars in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's, that's what IP stands for in pit <laughs> in pit <laughs> uh, but I, I actually wanted to because like that uh, Drake brings up an interesting thing like what's up with all the intertidal hair killers I think like th- like I don't know what, what's up with that and, and it's been a thing for a while but I feel like we're seeing it more common now but they don't say like it's a it's a, a competitor killer anymore. I see so much um, like entertainment, video games, m- movies, uh, cartoons, or whatever the fuck that are specifically done to spite a demographic. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, re- I remember when uh, Captain Marvel came out, it was like this is not for fucking white straight men or anything like that. I was like, okay, why the fuck? And there's like, uh, I, 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 I obviously can't come up with any like uh, examples right now, but I've seen like so many like uh, people talk about it on social media where it's like. Yeah, this is really like this cartoon is really uh, going to upset um, the 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 people who uh, voted for Trump or something like that. It's like, why are we making so much content to spite people? Why not make content because we want to make content? Yeah, like. I think a lot of people are getting into the industry. Like, I I think there's this, like, weird jadedness that people have. Because, like, I want to put this into perspective. You, uh, there was, was like, a video game channel called G4 that died recently. Hmm. Um, It used to be all about, like, video games on TV. And it... When, like, the internet came out, it kind of died down and it tried to revive itself. And during that revival, there was this, like, lady who made a really powerful rant about how women are being mistreated by, uh, you know, men in the industry. It's it's your standard spiel. And I, the the rant definitely was as spiteful as fucking possible. And you hear it and you see it and you're like... Well, the first thing you, you the first thing that goes through your mind is like, wow, this person has been fucked like severely, and I can't really blame them because yeah, no, the industry sucks to like everybody, women, and especially to the people who are in these positions now, where they grew up idolizing these positions, like being, oh, I want to be in the gaming industry, and then you take a step in, oh, it's people in the Cosby suite, oh, it's people with egos the size of Mount Fiji, it's like all this fucking bullshit and you just kind of just see that like that like joy for what you were doing go away and just people get really bitter for no fucking revolt no the reason is because they're in the industry now so they kind of just spew it all out because people just hate they they grew up wanting to be in this thing and now they instantly regret it so now they're gonna make you regret it and it's and i've seen that a lot more now because like a lot of the smoke and mirrors are kind of gone in this internet age of shit. Yeah. But um so sorry for going on a quick tangent. The reason I brought up G4 was because um someone brought up a really good point where that rant was definitely spiteful, but it wouldn't have tanked the the channel if the channel was good. No. And that's the thing about all this spiteful bullshit. You could definitely get away with that. If you made a good product, but at the end of the day, it's not really like half the time. It's usually the people who are this cocky and this spiteful that always end up with like a project that fails. You yeah. could say it fails because it was spiteful, but if it was really good, being spiteful wouldn't have tanked it. No, I I definitely think that you're right in that. Um, like if. If you make a good thing, then that's going to work on its own. 
Like it, nothing is going to fail because it's spiteful, but it won't be. But if all you're doing is make a game out of spite or a product or content for that matter, out of spite, mm-hmm. it's not going to be good. Imagine, like, uh, uh, let's bring up Berserk because you know it's Berserk. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Miura was like, "Yeah, fuck, uh, fuck Goku, fuck Dragon Ball," <laughs> and he made like this entire thing. Out of spite for that, like you would not get Berserk, because Berserk has so much love. It's it's a man who fell in love with the world that he created, that he wanted to fucking expand on it and 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 like really sell it and put so much hard effort and and work into it that we got what is like Berserk now, and it's so amazing. But if it had been like like I I can imagine that if you are making something out of spite. You have, you basically have like a checklist of like mm-hmm. oh I gotta I gotta shit on this because this is what those people that I don't like like instead mm-hmm. of what am I gonna put in here because I like it and if and I feel that if you have something where like like everyone knows that if you're passionate about something you have a whole lot more to say and you're more, much more inclined to work on it again. Mm-hmm. Six and a half hours worth of berserk video. Yeah. <laughs> so like it, so. I feel that you're willing to put more thought, more care, more life, more soul into a product if you actually care about it. And I don't think that you care as much about something if you're doing it to disrespect or shit on something else. Oh, yeah. 100%. And and I think that's, like, the thing you touched on that's, like, perfect. And Berserk is, like, the best example of it. And I, uh... I, like, we had this discussion in, like, another chat where, um... You can, like, you can go through... I can go through a really depressing story if there is that hope there at the end of the tunnel. Because it's not enough for me to not like a story if it's just going to be a downer ending. Because mm. you can have a misery march of the worst things happening, but you always need to have that, like, love in there. And it needs to be apparent. Like, you can see Miura's love in Berserk in every fucking panel of that manga. Um, and you can, like, contrast that with, like, any fucking, like, uh, doom and gloom, hyper-masculine, like, comic book from the 90s. Which I can't even think of one, but, like, they were a dime a dozen. Because they were all just big, meaty hate boners and violence and shit. And you can tell it's just white noise of bullshit Brr. There, there's no substance there yeah you can tell in like stories like this or in edge runners there is substance to the suffering there's reason there's emotion there's depth and you can tell you can especially tell that the the only way you can get through these downer bullshit is if you have that maturity and depth to go with it and that's just a lot of things a lot of content nowadays just doesn't have. If they think, oh, meaty spite, I hate you, that's gonna... People like hatred, people like to bitch on the internet, this will get popular. I'll get my 10 minutes of fame and then they'll talk about me forever and then it's five minutes on Twitter and oh, we don't give a shit. No. I, I, like, uh, I, I remember uh, not... I don't want to make this like super political or anything, but I remember when the um, Batgirl series started, 
with oh, yeah. Ruby Rose, I think her name is. Uh, very good actress if you give her proper direction and also yeah. beautiful to boot. But that's beside the point. Um, mm. the, the, from what I saw, I, I think I saw one or two episodes of it. From what I saw, there was so much fucking man hate in that. Like, ah, this is the bat suit. It's perfect. And and Ruby is like, it will be when it fits a woman. Like, why? Like, you you cannot like. What what does this add? What like what what make like what's what does this? prove to the po- uh, point of the of the series like what narrative f- theme are you trying to explain with with, with with this no it's just because fuck men and like th- there was just like this tone of contempt against men throughout a lot of the series where men could not do anything and and uh, women were so much more capable than than men and I will uh, like fully admit that this was a thing that that Hollywood did a lot of back in the day mm-hmm. in in reverse, where it was like women uh, cannot do anything; they are only dancers in distress to be saved and all that shit. Um, yeah. So I, I I do get that there's like a little bit of of that uh, of that going on. Resentment. Yeah, and and that that is absolutely fair. But it like again, it this felt like where in in back in the days it felt more like a thing where it was a product of a time where there wasn't like an active effort made to belittle women it was just like this is just like this is the norm i guess for for the mentality at the time which obviously mm-hmm. is a is a wrong thing but you know it was still like oh the women are supposed to be in the kitchen and are powerless and yada 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 uh but this feels more like yeah but fuck them though <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it really feels like oh I'm fucking like I'm zeroed in on you motherfucker bang like so all that to say is like the insert title killer here again I don't like Overwatch I think Overwatch is a piece of shit I liked yeah. it when it first came out I think all the characters are lazy I think the designs are poor I think the sales practice of it is shitty the audio design is terrible the story is some of the worst I've ever seen but I cannot mm-hmm. deny that it was a good game when it first came out and they have done well to retain the players that uh, throughout the years and that's because Overwatch was not made to disrespect like to kill anything it was supposed it was made because people wanted to make the game then you see games like battleborn and lawbreakers that were actively made to compete with um overwatch and they failed as a result of that there was also a lot of that when the whole um a battle royale thing came out where everyone and their mom were trying to make a Fortnite killer or player unknown battlegrounds killer and the, mm-hmm. all of and so many of these games also failed and that's because they were not made because they wanted to make a good game they they were made because they looked at what does this game not have and what does it need and let's put that in there but then, like, you get so laser-focused on these these things that you do as a response to something that you don't say something yourself. You just respond. I think is the best way I can say it. 
Mm-hmm. No, that's that's basically it. Like we 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 kind of zeroed in. Like you can definitely tell the difference between a game that's just marketed as an X killer or, or in a game that is made as an X killer. Because yeah. I do remember vividly that Overwatch was marketed as a TF2 killer, mainly by the fans. I don't think I think like the company wanted to keep that um you know kindness to Valve because. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to take your players, but we want to be respectful because they're going to be the ones who are going to get addicted to the loot boxes. Cough, cough. But, like, it, it's like with Battleborn and Lawbreakers. When you're trying to just come actively compete with the biggest fish in the area, you're just going to fail. It's better, it's better to just, like, have, like, build a niche for something that you like and just cater to that. Because yeah. when you try to shoot for trying to steal somebody else's audience from the bigger fish, you're not really going to get it. No. Not going to get far. Just a reminder, the bumbling dad trope, Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, exists to balance out the dumb wife characters from earlier times. I did not know that. Me neither, but... Dumb wife. Dumb wife. You know what's weird? I don't know, because, like, I'm thinking back to, like, uh, I don't know much about, like... I'm, I'm a very uncultured swine, when I think old times, the first one was like Wilma from fucking uh, the Flintstones, and yeah. I'm like, that bitch was like his whole ass brain. Yeah, <laughs> Fred is a literal caveman. <laughs> yeah, and and he wasn't pulling her hair around; he was pulling him by the ear. And I'm like, wait, the dumb wife was a trope. But okay, but then again. Yeah, Ma- uh, ma- married with family. Mm. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Remember his wife? Uh, Barney. With Barney's wife, or um. No, love and marriage. Love and marriage. Is I do not the... know what that is. It's old fucking series. I think El Bundy. He he constantly sits on the couch with his hand on his pants. El Bundy. Al Bundy. All right. Well, uh, his his wife was dumb as a sack of bricks. Married with children. Okay. I never seen that. What the fuck? Okay, I'm I'm showing. I I, I, I told you. I uh, listen. I never had a mozzarella stick till 2017. What the (laughs) fuck? I am a very sheltered child. Very apropos, I guess. (laughs) Actually, for a fun fact, I had my first bologna sandwich two days ago. I've never. Actually, have had a bologna sandwich, so I can't comment on that. Okay, but, but I know the Americans in the chat are going to crucify me for that. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, but but uh, th- that show, old sitcom from way back in the day. Uh, Al's wife was the dumbest cunt in the world. Uh, okay. But in case someone wants to tell us about dumb cunts, and or how what game is the Overwatch Two killer? Where can they send such an email? Oh, they can send their predictions and suggestions to webcastrelief at gmail.com. So if you want to yell at me for all the media I've never seen, or all the things you want to poke and ask me what I haven't seen in life, uh, and be incredibly disappointed in me, uh, where can you ask that, Lassa? Uh, you can ask those questions at webcastrelief at gmail.com and it might sound a little something like this 
So we've got a couple questions from people from new time askers from the show. Okay. Uh, so the first one is from a uh, Dreamer's Journey webcomic. So we got a webcomic writer over here. Okay. Dreamers and Dreamers. they say, uh, Dreamer's Journey, hi. Uh, go read it, I suppose. Uh, first, I want to say I hope you're doing well, Cloudy, because I had a stomach bug last week, so thank you. Uh, you read in the Discord that I was sick and hope I feel better. I feel better now. I was sleeping for a long time. Uh, they have one question, and they don't know if anyone's asked this before. How did we become friends? It was something they were very curious about. Oh, okay. Uh, just, just real quick before we get into that, I tried to look up Dreamer's Journey webcomic on Google, and nothing came out, so I'm a little worried. Um, um, we'll 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 do we'll we'll do some investigation and see uh, if we can give you a proper shout out. But um, <laughs> as for how we met, uh, this was during the Skype days, man. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, that, yeah, this was during the Skype days, but we actually like met up somewhat before that. Um, I I think like it was it Holly that had a stream where yeah. we 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 hopped in, like I jumped in, and then mm-hmm. I remember Zach and Hayden. I think L was also there. I think like mm-hmm. every everyone who's actually a mod on on the webcam relief server were actually there with Sans Rogero and uh, Emily. Mm-hmm. But um uh, I think we were all there and like we we kind of just like hit it off and I remember I was playing a video game so I was like half in there. And then uh I think after that we made a uh, you guys made a Twitter group conversation or something. Yeah. Where um, you were just like, and, and and put me in there as well, which I was pretty happy for uh, in hindsight. But at the time I was fucking annoyed because every time <laughs> any one of you send a fucking message, um, <laughs> if my phone would vibrate and make sounds and I had to have it on audio because this was the time where I was a store manager so it was like in case uh, 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 an employee calls or something <laughs> like and I've, I remember I had to go can you guys not make a Skype group or something because this is fucking <laughs> driving me nuts <laughs> and I think after that you became a Patreon mm-hmm. and um, we we uh, you you had a a webcomic slash flash animation thing that you wanted to make, and we didn't really end up talking a whole lot about that because you because I think you more or less just came in swing going hey man do you like JoJo <laughs> and we just started basically talking yeah about, and we just started talking <laughs> about how cool JoJo's bizarre adventure was and we found <laughs> yeah. out that uh, that oh hey th- like this guy's pretty cool and and vice versa i think and yeah. i think like it, it kind of like stayed at that level for a time and i remember when i made my asura's wrath let's play on my let's play uh, on my gaming channel yeah. I, I believe you watched that and and we we ended up talking about how cool asura's wrath was and yeah. Was it you that suggested, like, hey, I can play the part of Yasha? Yeah. 
Yeah, because like we, because like uh, because well, we were just excited about this and like, oh man, it'd be cool if if this was like two player. And I'm like, oh wait, no, we could do the Yasha thing together. Because yeah. like I'm I'm always kind of like in the background watching this shit anyway. Yeah, so you got to voice Yasha in that. Oh well, like obviously not voice it, but like pretend that you were that character because like the it, 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 like the the Wrath let's play is like just like letting out your inner child like you know when you were playing video games as a kid and you would like when you got hit like you would say the sound when when you got hit like fully immerse yourself in it which was fucking like the best and it, it was just like dopamine in like childlike form i loved it yeah, and I would play it, and I would send it to you, and then you would react to it and record your voice, and I would then edit it in. Um, and uh, I think, like, after that, we just started, like, I, 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 I at least on my half, I started going, well, okay, like, this, this is, because, like, this was a very niche thing. Like, this is very, um, uh, how, how, how do you say it? it it's very... Like you open yourself up. This is kind of embarrassing, like to to immerse yourself in this because like we like we are full on like yelling out stuff and like being dramatic and shit, like just like going off at the top of the head. So I was like, this is actually pretty cool that this dude is willing to just like do this exact thing because like this is not something I can imagine a lot of people would be okay with because again, it's childish in in lack of better words. So. Uh, that someone wanted to 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 do that, and then after we made the Discord, I think like that, that's when you and I we really started talking uh, yeah. amongst ourselves about everything. Like I think like we had some times where hey, this person in the Discord is being a fuck nut, and we would talk about that. Uh, but then as time passed, we started like just talking about everything and nothing. Yeah, and you know, just friend stuff. Yeah, and 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 then like when 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 I uh, when we decided to make the podcast, you would like basically just take I'm I'm uh, if you want, I can co-host. And I'm like perfect because I I don't want like just to to sit here and and, and talk to nothing because <laughs> I can't do that. Um, it's it's like uh it's it's like I'm I'm like hesitant about like streaming alone because like you know all I got is chat. But then again, I realize I'm one of those people who kind of zeroes in on the game anyway. So mm. it, it'd be nice to like have something to bounce off with, but like definitely with like a podcast setting, it's just, it's just more fun to have somebody to, you know, exchange information with. And I like that you and I are de like, we agree with each other a lot. And we also disagree a lot, especially yeah. with like the beginning of the podcast. Cause we got, we got heated for no reason sometimes, especially with like the Dragon Ball argument. Yeah. And again, well, I will admit to fold on that one. <laughs> I will admit, like, there there was definitely was a point where we were just circling around agreeing with each other, but we were just yelling anyway. Yeah. It's like, wait, why are we fighting? Yeah, it, it ended up being like, I am disagreeing with you because you have become my enemy, but you're actually saying the exact thing that I'm saying, so what the fuck are we doing now? Basically. But that's just what friends do, bro. Yeah. Like, I... Aside from like you know the the pot like the before the um like the Skype group and like the uh, the Twitter group and all that, I, I guess it was just like it, it it was just like a rolling start from like the beginning like from earliest it was just 
I think like when you and I really first started talking was when I asked for like that Patreon advice for that series I was going to do, which by the way, uh, that series I was going to do, I am, I did ended up putting it on hold because I ended up like rewriting everything the way I thought it was going to be. And now it's, it's so big. I don't want to touch it. So right now I'm working on a smaller project now, hopefully you guys were the actual dragon ball. (laughs) The real Dragon Balls were the balls we fondled along the way. Yeah, wait. Hmm? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, um, we've kind of just been friends for a long fucking time, and it kind of just became the way as it is. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Obviously, there was points uh, in between, like, all those things that I said. Like, I remember... Uh, you you were very adamant that I had to review uh, Anika Dreamers. And yes. You, I think you were the first one that I told that I was actually going to review it. And I did that because, uh, first of all, like, oh, I'm finally going to do the thing that Cloudy's been haunting me for. And then you were like, I'm going to make the fucking intro for that video. And you fucking made, like, this really cool uh, sprite animation for it that was... Man, really- like, I felt... Oh, God. I... I uh... There's like a version one that no one ever got to see because making that was the week before the the flash file corrupted. So, and this was around the time I had to work like 12 hour shifts at work. So there was a period of time where I just did not sleep for an entire week because I would, I would stay up, go into the factory, work on the mail stuff. Then I'd go straight back to animating from scratch and do that all because you were like launching at the end of that week. And I didn't want to disappoint you. I didn't want to disappoint Emily. And man, honestly, I'm just happy I got that done. But also it is still, I'm still really thankful that you just did all that because it made me so happy. (laughs) Because God bless. And uh, speaking of... um... Like we we we've talked about a bunch about Overwatch. Uh, we also had like a period where, like, we played Overwatch together. Not a lot, but uh, didn't yeah. I gift it to you or something? You did gift it to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, and, then I, we, and we we played a whole couple streams. And then we had the glorious moment where we were playing like in the first game. I was a fucking um, what's that cowboy's fucker's name? Uh, McCree. McCree, yeah. Oh, well, no, uh, I, Cassidy now. Cause Cassidy was... now, whatever. He's still voiced by... He's still voiced by fucking Falco from Edge Runners. Uh. But, basically, we were just having a fucking ball. I was like, I was a shit shooter. And then, out of nowhere, because I don't know if the game was glitched, but <laughs> you caught it on camera, and you just got... It got yeeted into the sky, and I was, like, screaming. Like, actual panic mode. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, because you, you were new yeah. to the game. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, did a no. character do something? And all of us are going, oh, this is a bug. But here he goes. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking shit. You became the fucking thing that NASA shot at that meteor. Like, you would just fucking propel, like, fucking 1,500 miles an hour. <laughs> like... I single-handedly deflected that meteor. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> meteor. But uh yeah. We've got um we that that is us. That is our um Yeah, we were friends for a while. And uh yeah. 
And just putting it on record, you will find few people who are as cool a dude as Cloudy. I have been able to, ever since we became friends, whenever I was hype about something, I could share with him. Even though I know that there was not something that he was interested in, he would share in the hype. And when I've had my downs, you can always count on Cloudy to like have you back up and empathize with you. Even though, again, if he doesn't like can fully... Like, again, sometimes it was, like, career stuff where it's, like, a little, like, I assume that you don't really know how it works in Denmark, but you were still able to, like, yeah. help me out again. So, uh, Cloud is a cool dude, and I'm happy that he's my friend. Honestly, I could say the same thing about Lasso. Like, I'm going to be real. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a very big, happy-go-lucky ball of sunshine when it comes to, like, internet stuff. But there are times when I just... I'm either tired or comatose or too much. And I gotta say, if you ever need, like, just somebody to be a level head and somebody to, like, just, you know, bring that spirit back in you, Loss is your guy. Like, I'm honestly really thankful I got to be your friend, bro. Right back at you, bro. Damn. Coming <laughs> up with that gay shit, what's the next question? Well, um... Aside from talking about your big meaty quack, uh, let's see. Uh, we got a question from a, from a Graham Welch, and they say cyberpunk. So cyberpunk is seeing an uptick in players. Dot dot dot. Shit, that's the whole fucking email. That's yes. it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole fucking email. I'm gonna just send it to you right now. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it is. Um... Yes. I, I Real quick. So I did some... Uh, because like I was kind of interested in the whole like cyberpunk thing. Um, mm-hmm. As... Uh, like, like just as a genre. And I looked it up. And I actually didn't notice. But cyberpunk is the first and original punk series. Like all, all these like different like steampunk and... Uh, what the fuck is Sunshine Punk or whatever the fuck like all these other punks they came after Cyberpunk Cyberpunk is the original hmm. I did like, not know probably that. not Cyberpunk the brand but definitely like the genre yeah the genre it came as a result of a book where a guy was like what it, where he wanted to make like a sci-fi thing of uh, centered around criminals and so like he wanted to find something that explained like sci-fi and criminals and that's how he ended up on the cyberpunk and the cyberpunk has then like later kind of transitioned into not just being like criminals but being like as a response to the corrupt um society that it's within yeah and and Very- like uh, anti-establishment yeah yeah and i think that uh raj put it the best which is that it like that works perfectly for for cyberpunk but then you have something like steampunk where it's just like oh hey there's a bunch of steam what are you punk uh, against like what are you rebelling against good fucking fashion and like when i read that <laughs> i was just laughing my fucking ass off like steam, like I don't know enough about steampunk to say anything about the thematic woes or throws, but I do know it is very, it is very much an aesthetic. Hmm. I don't know what much else about it, but it is an aesthetic. And like at least, at least cyberpunk, you can tell there's a little bit extra meat going on. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I, I, I think I, I, I found a a quote. 
uh, well, no, not a quote because it's from myself, but I think I put <laughs> it pretty well. Uh, and I'm got, just going to like quote myself here real quick. It's a post I made in, in the Discord. Uh, I think that's a great way to put it, that the whole political thing is so ill-fitting for cyberpunk. Because again, the world is beyond fucked. There are no sides. Any left-wing politician can be bought out or hacked to become a right-wing politician or vice versa. The world of cyberpunk is an uncaring machine that has ceased to be influenced by the masses. So the genre chooses to focus on the one thing you can do something about yourself. That's mm -hmm. punk. That's punk. Zanker Dreamers told us you only care... You, 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 you care about yourself and caring is punk. Caring is punk. Caring is punk. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's a like podcast. the only question. Yeah, that's a podcast. Um, just a real quick, like here at at the finish line. Um, this video is not gonna go up on the webcomic relief channel. Mm -mm, no, it's not. Uh, no. Where can we find this uh, uh, reupload? Where we have gotten a new home on uh, the YouTube site called SideQuest with two eyes. Um, that's where the podcast is going to go in the future. I'm going to try and like, we, we started the podcast out about talking about like motivation and like fucking doing stuff. I have been meaning to do this ever since that, uh, the, uh, I posted the video about like the different channels, but, uh, I am slowly, but surely going to take all the videos from, uh, the main site and upload them to SideQuest and then remove them from the main site. So mm -hmm. all of the webcast relief is going to appear on SideQuest. All of the other old vlogs and all this shit also going to appear on uh, on SideQuest. So don't, like, in case you came in here at the end and you wanted to see what this all is all about, obviously we're still going to be on your usual streaming platforms, uh, but in case you want the video of it, we will be on SideQuest. Yeah. Plus, you can also see other other experimental videos like Designer Reacts or any other. Maybe the um, Adobruary. Maybe Adobruary. There's there's uh, uh, some time left until uh, February, and uh, I have found out that I cannot do Adobruary while I'm working a nine to five. So Adobruary is only going to appear in case I do not have any work at the time. But I. I obviously I want to get back to work, but Adobe is fucking fun to do. So I kind of a little bit hope that I can still do that. <laughs> we'll figure it out one step at a time. Keep moving forward, everybody. Keep moving forward. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye, everyone. Hey.